Welcome to Small Talk Tahoe, an original production of Kids Own Museum. We chat about parenting and play with community experts and hope to bring you useful resources with a uniquely Tahoe flavor. Kids Own Museum is a nonprofit children's museum in Truckee, California. Our mission is to inspire learning through creative play and discovery. While our primary programs serve children up to age seven, our new museum will have expanded space and activities for children ages zero to 110. I'm your host, Helen Pelster. In this episode, we explore family fitness with Amy Wren, a trucky mom with a deep background in yoga and fitness instruction. One of the best things about hosting this podcast is meeting so many skilled and generous community members. When I met to chat with Amy, I was struck by how mission aligned we are in our parenting and fitness philosophies. I thought to myself, how have we both been here for over 20 years and never crossed paths? So it's a great delight and honor to be able to bring Amy's voice to the broader community. Before I share our interview, I want to recognize Kids Own team member Renee of Alpen Lily Website Development. Renee works tirelessly behind the scenes to promote Small Talk Tahoe, and she keeps us looking good on the website and in social media. She's a huge podcast junkie and my most enthusiastic cheerleader. I couldn't do this without her. So thank you, Renee. And for you listeners, if you'd like to see Renee's work, head on over to kidszonemuseum.org. Now, on to the show. I'd like to welcome Amy Wren to Small Talk Tahoe. Amy holds a Master's of Science in Kinesiology and Sports Performance. As a Tahoe mom and fitness specialist, she brings a host of skills and perspectives to the table. Amy teaches outdoor fitness and yoga to kids and adults, and she also operates a mountain bike skills company with her husband, Dylan Wren. So I invited Amy to chat with us because I was intrigued by her experience as a mom, business owner, and outdoor fitness expert. So welcome, Amy. Hi, thank you. Nice to be here. Uh, will you start by telling us a little about your family? Yeah, so we uh, have lived in Truckee since 1999, and then we left for a few years, and then moved back here with our daughter, and we have two kids, almost 11 and a six-year-old, two girls, and we love the Tahoe Truckee area. We're outdoor enthusiasts for all sports, anything from winter skiing to summertime hiking, running, and biking, so being out in the lake. Yeah. Great. And you and I met recently because of your business. Yeah. Um, a single track mind. And you donated a gift certificate to Kids Own Museum. Yeah. So you obviously love the outdoors like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, how does Kids Own as an indoor play space fit into your parenting philosophy? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's so many creative things that are offered there that give the kids an outlet even on rainy days or 
days where they need a break from the sun or just all the different creative exposures that you guys have there. So I know that when my first daughter, Naya, was younger, she loved going there for all the um, art and hands-on experiences. So we, you know, it's a good blend and it's something that Trekkie offers that I don't think a lot of places do. So it's a fun asset to the community. Definitely unique for yeah. a community of our size. Yeah. Um, what do your kids like to do when it's outdoor playtime? <laughs> oh boy. Anything from like a physical activity, you know, we love to go out and hike and adventure and, and again, bike and ski, but we also love just to explore. I mean, both girls are really creative and getting outside and building things out of nature and, um, trying some different science experiments, making potions out of flowers and <laughs> things like that. So, um, they're happy places outside. I find that when either one of them show any signs of stress or conflict, they just get outside often with my encouragement, just, you know, go outside and reset and it really helps. So it's kind of our medicine. It's our, it's our solution to a lot of issues is let's go get outside and it really shifts their mood. Wow. Yeah. That, um, is good advice for adults as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Something we need to remember. Yes. It works. I, I utilize it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't disguise my envy because <laughs> I have teenagers and although they love the reset, I think, of having gone outside, it's a struggle to get them out the door. Yeah. Do you have that with your girls at all? Or it sounds like they're more amicable. You know, there are times on a stormy day that we've been planning to go skiing or something <laughs> and they are hesitant to go or they just don't want to go because they're in the middle of doing some project inside. And, you know, once I let them know, like, you know, we don't have to stay out for long. Let's just go outside for a little bit. We'll go ski or in the summer if they don't want to. And once we get through that hurdle, um, they have, it's the best part of their day. So Yes, to answer your question, there are times where it's a little bit tricky to like the exit out of the house can be hard, but once we can navigate through it, um, okay. they are always really happy. But it is tricky. It is sometimes that exit. Right. It's not easy. And I think this... Comforting and reassuring. Yeah. That, yeah. that it's good once, it's, once yeah. you're there. Once we're there, it's definitely like the best part of our day. You know, at dinner we talk about what's the best part of your day and it's always some sort of component of the outdoor play that we've had um and I just have to remind them that when they're hesitant to exit mm -hmm. so. excellent uh you live in Glenshire I do. which is a trucking neighborhood yeah do you have a favorite actually do your kids have a favorite place a favorite trail yes oh <laughs> there is an well they love walking around the pond because it's like a bird sanctuary there's tons of different birds mm -hmm. around right now there's a ton of pelicans and um, baby geese and it's beautiful. So that's always a go-to for sure and it's mellow and easy. So that's the Glenshire Pond. The Glenshire it's Pond. right there by the clubhouse, yeah. right? So that's a great and then on the open space in Glenshire there's an area that they call it the fairy forest because it's a really lush section of the trails out there and there's like this year-round little creek and there's always tons of green like moss and um, growth and so they love going there because it feels magical. Oh, that, yeah. that sounds right up yeah. my kid's own alley. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing for 
people who don't know it? Yeah. Maybe how they how how you get there, how you find this fairy fort? Well, it's tricky. It's I wish I could draw a map, but we're we're, <laughs> we're talking about it over the the airways. But boy, so behind the in the open space area between like Juniper Hills and the clubhouse, there's this whole open space. It's tricky to to find. Okay. And also you have to kind of go through a little bit of a neighborhood. Okay. They can so call me. Let's use, let's use that as an exercise for yeah. for the user. Yes. That's right. To seek out Amy yeah. Wren. And, <laughs> they are more than welcome too. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And I can happily take them for a little tour. It's really would be happy to show them. Yeah. 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 And the great thing about Tahoe is virtually every neighborhood has yeah. a fantasy forest. It does. We used to, actually I'm looking at it almost right out my window, have a place we called the snacking rock. Nice. When my kids were little, really little, because it had really nice light for afternoon portraits. Mm -hmm. So I would lure them up there to the snacking rock awesome. and with my camera. <laughs> some... Just the word snack, I think sometimes can get them out the door too, you know, <laughs> like true. the enticing like treat that they can have on top of a rock with a beautiful view. <laughs> We had the snow elves when my kids were little. Oh, nice. And um, they would call on an uh, imaginary phone. Oh, I and, love it. And, <laughs> you know, say we were out playing in the snow and, you know, had they been around and oh, I love left that. any treasures for us. So <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah, that's, um, that's fun. And also actually on that, talking about trying to entice the kids to get out, sometimes having some something magical too that they might want like a treasure hunt or something can help get them out too. Right. Especially the younger one. The older one is now in a different transition, but yeah. It changes. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> sure. Um, I want to move on to your, you know, experience teaching yoga to kids. Yeah. Um, how did you start with that? Was that before you had kids or with becoming a mother? It was before I had kids, actually. I, when I was in graduate school, um, I had to do some volunteer hours. And I've always loved working with kids. Um, I've been working with kids before I was a parent, you know, as a counselor and I was uh, a camp counselor and as well as, um, yeah, just endless different um, experiences that I've had. And when I was needing to volunteer, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club in Kings Beach teaching yoga to those kids. And that's where it sparked my interest, and it was great and fun and really rewarding. And then I was teaching adult yoga for a while, and then I went on to do an additional kids' yoga teacher training down in San Francisco called It's Yoga, and it was great. And it was really fun and inspiring, and then I implemented that training into working with the schools up here. So I do, right now, things have been a little weird this last year, but... I was teaching yoga as an enrichment class for the school, for Glenshire. Oh, great. And I so loved it. It was an so after-school program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was an after-school program several times a week, and um, I look forward to doing it again, hopefully next year that can resume. But, yeah, and then, of course, with my girls, you know, we do a few minutes of yoga here and there all the time. So right. Yeah. Did you do something structured with your girls when they were little to kind of set the stage and get the habit? I did. And, you know, I wouldn't say it was every single week, you know, but we would, you know, I would, you know, close to every single week, maybe for 20 minutes, we would roll out our mats and 
But again, talking about imagination, yoga for kids is really different than adults, mm. where you really want to tap into their imagination as well. It depends on the certain age. Again, like up until I'd say like 11, they're really receptive to that kind of imaginary land of um, using our body in different shapes that go in alongside storytelling too. So it's a different kind of experience than if we were to do like a vinyasa flow yoga sequence, you know. The older kids, like 12 and up, I would say, are really open to a traditional, you know, adult They type want of to class. be adults and yeah. that's enticing. Yeah. Right. And that works great and they're super open to that. Um, but then the, the younger ones, yeah, it's just different. Yeah. Excellent. And you're teaching adults as well. I am. Yeah. I just taught a class this morning. Yeah. Outside. Yay. I'm doing that right now. So that's super exciting. Yeah. yeah. How, how does, um, are you teaching to the public at this time? Yeah. The yeah. class that I teach right now, I mean, they could reach out to me as well, but it's, I teach a class in Glenshire at, um, on this property outside um, on one of the students lawns and it's been perfect and she's been amazing but it's beautiful and open and spacious covid friendly right, um, right and and then for quite a few years i was teaching yoga at in tahoe donner as well as the sports performance center down by the hospital mm -hmm. but um, things changed again in the last couple of years with the pandemic so I have right. not been doing that as much well things will yeah things will emerge yeah and it's all and good. We'll, we'll see what happens. Perfect. Yeah. Um, on the other side of your family mm -hmm. um, is the mountain bike clinic, uh, coaching and skills. Yes. Are your girls interested in mountain biking? Are they out there doing it? They do. They love it. They love it. We have a pump track in our back, backyard. So when they're not, you know, out on the trail with one of us, they love to just go play on the pump track. Um, they do enjoy it. They also enjoy other things too. So I wouldn't say it's like their only thing that they do. Right. But um, yeah, it's definitely a sport that our family enjoys. Can you tell me a little bit about the clinics that yes. you put on and yeah. classes? Sure. Yeah. So I do all the operation of the business. So I take care of all the logistics and permits and event coordination. But Dylan um, offers skills clinics for all abilities for newer to the sport of mountain biking to elite athletes. And he's been coaching professionally for 12 years and then racing professionally for 20. So it's a industry that he's been involved in for a long time and passionate about. Um, and in a clinic, it can range anywhere from like going through the core fundamentals. And this would apply to kids too, or adults. Uh, essential skills like bike body separation, braking, gearing, vision, cornering, wheel lifts, all that stuff, switchbacks. And then he also has specialty clinics that would be more like a technical terrain clinic or a jump clinic or a women's specific clinic. Um, a lot of different options. Right. Corporate groups, we work with a lot of corporate groups as well. Oh. Yeah. I want to work for a company yeah. that's interested enough yeah. in it's been signing fun. up for a mountain bike clinic. That yeah. sounds fun. It's fun. We work with um, Patagonia a lot and um, Google and Facebook a lot for their company groups. So right. they have this uh, program that they encourage their employees to do fun things. So it's been fun. Right. Yeah. And you have a pump track at your house. We do. Fabulous. <laughs> but I'm sure you go to the pump track at Truckee Regional as well. Sometimes, but I would say like for scheduling wise, sometimes it's mm. convenient just to, 
And the girls sometimes just, again, back to wanting to be home. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. we do, yeah. you certainly utilize our community, absolutely. But it's also really a nice bonus to have one in the backyard, too. Yeah. So for sure. Blend of the two. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, you mountain bike as well yourself a bit? I do. Not as much as I used to <laughs> or would like to, I should say. It's been a bit more of a juggle with scheduling logistics with the kiddos. But now that my youngest one is getting a little older, it's fun, something that we can do together. Mm -hmm. And um, that is my goal to designate more time to be on the bike. But um, I tend to go out on the trail no matter what, if it's running or biking. So. Right, right. Yeah. Like so many of us. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, how have you seen, let's see. Your ability to like stay fit yourself change as you know your kids go through different stages of life. I mean, little babies versus grade schoolers and middle schoolers. Do you have any advice for parents, moms, or dads? Yes, trying to fit it in. <laughs> I would say fit it in wherever you can. You know, we, I, you know, I, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy as our life gets full. But I think too, I know this may sound funny, but to kind of almost lower your expectations as far as don't say that you're going to do two hours every day, you know, rather just say, you know, I'm going to try to get out and do something for 20 minutes a day. Because if you start with a little bit less of a intimidating commitment, you're likely to make it a priority, but also to make sure it's fun. You know, that's one thing that I think is really, really important. Whatever you do for movement Make sure it's something you enjoy. Otherwise, you're not going to want to do it and it'll be dreaded. So when the girls were really little, I ran with them a bunch in the jogger. Um, and I think that as they get heavier, it's, <laughs> I do think that it's like this incremental strength training workout when you have little kids that grow up and they still want to be carried or pushed. So I do think that just kind of comes with it. So mm -hmm. that helps. It's like a, a built-in fitness regime. But um, besides that, yeah, I mean, we just make it a priority. I just, I have a dog that makes a big difference. She wants uh, to get out. Yeah. Instead of driving to school, we'll walk or ride our bikes because it's, you know, less than a mile away. Um, we just, I just make it a priority. I just, it could be primarily because if I don't, I, I feel it in my mind. You know, I feel like right. it's like, Again, it's like a vitamin almost. Like I feel like getting outside and moving my body and being outside is just so good mentally. So I think it's really important. Yeah, that outside component. Yeah. It fits into the whole picture, the sunlight, the oh, fresh air. Yeah. The vitamin D that you get, yeah. you know, releases and just the movement releases positive endorphins. And again, it really is a mood switcher. There's a a really great book called Spark and it talks about the brain chemistry and exercise. It's a really fascinating book. There's so much research on the blend of the two, but it's a good read. So, right. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm, I'm going to take note yeah. of that in the show description. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you're out there running or walking or shoveling snow right now while you're listening, uh, don't worry. I'll take note. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's excellent. So speaking of snow, I mean, Truckee is a seasonal place mm -hmm. and um, it doesn't rain that often, but it snows cold and that can be a showstopper for getting kids outside. Do you have any like tips or hints other than just get out the door and see what happens? 
You know, I think since they were really little, there's never bad weather. There's just bad preparation clothing. Yeah. So we have a lot of, you know, a lot of different different layers of clothing that we would need to put on sometimes on cold days. If it's a really windy, wet, sleety, yuckety day, it would be a great day to be cozy and creative inside, yeah. you know? Go to kids' zone Go to kids' day. zone, absolutely, right, right. yeah. But if it is, you know, cold, then we bundle up and then we go back inside and warm up mm-hmm. or we just kind of you navigate the weather into our our adventure play. But, you know, being open to like, OK, let's go back and, and get warmed up, you know, yeah. again, not maybe holding on to that high expectation. We're going to go out for four hours. Maybe not. You know, we have to be fluid with for Sounds like with the being kids. a little more kind to yourself as yes. a parent is part of your philosophy. Yes. Flexible, knowing that. The one constant has changed, so we can yeah, be a little bit more flexible with that. Yeah. What does the last year look like for you as a family? Uh, highlights and lowlights. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight was that we all spent a lot of time together, which in the bustle of things is not as easy to do these days. Um, and my two daughters have always been close, but I think that they got even closer. I felt really grateful they have each other. I saw the same at our house. Yeah. It was great. I think that's the big silver lining. Mm-hmm. I think that exactly. And, you know, they got a lot more time together um, and we did too. And there was a lot of positives, actually. I feel like we slowed down. We didn't have a million different things that we were doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, another reason that we got outside a lot, you know, with the, that's something that we could do safely. Right. You know, right. Um, and the low, the unknown, I think. I think the unknown of not knowing what was happening. Uncertainty. The yeah. uncertainty. And I think so many of us probably like having some control over what's happening or knowing what we're doing, but we just didn't, you know, none of us knew. We don't know. So right. there's, I think that might have been the challenge, but I really feel like we were fortunate to be able to get through this okay. You yeah, know, I feel yeah. really fortunate that we had the circumstances that we had, that we had big open space that we can run around and the kids have that outlet where a lot of people do not, you know? Yeah. So. Can't like, blame people for wanting to come to Truckee and Tahoe mm-hmm. during, during this time. Right. Versus a city. It sounds. Yeah. Would have been very challenging with little kids. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, which part do you want to keep from your COVID life going <laughs> forward? To simplify and to stick with what feels right rather than trying to, to do too much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there was a period of time where I was doing too many things. I think I had like six jobs at once, mm-hmm. you know, and just teaching a class here or there, doing massage, which I also do, and just um, and running our mountain bike business. And I think I have learned, first of all, that simplifying feels much better in the organizational mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can get more done and I can be more efficient with what I'm doing. Right. So I'm, I guess what I'd like to hold on to is to try to keep things a little bit more simple, simplify in some way. Great. (laughs) Eliminate too much extra stuff. Right. Well, with that, do you have any closing thoughts or ideas for families wanting to get, uh, outdoors and 
or indoors and physical and fit with their kids? I would say, you know, again, what I was saying a few moments ago, just whatever it is, make sure that it's something that they enjoy and that you enjoy as a family rather than feeling like it's something that you have to do because everybody else is doing it. Make sure that whatever physical movement or outdoor adventure you do is really sparks joy, you know, and makes you happy. Um, otherwise, the motivation to get out there, if it's an adult or a kid, will will drop. <laughs> um, so I think that would be my number one advice is just to make sure it's something that you really enjoy. Yeah. And to, to dabble, to try some of everything, to maybe take your family on a, a hike or a bike ride or, you know, go to the lake and try running a kayak or if you have a kayak. So just experience all sorts of different things and uh, also be creative. And the kids zone again has a bunch of that as well. So it's such a fun place. An outside gardening area that you guys have that's is right. really awesome too. Kids zone <laughs> has an outside play area that's yeah. all nature-based, water yes. plays, um, sticks and dirt and yeah. digging. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're fortunate to have that space there. Yeah. yeah. And I think also that you can have so much fun and the kids can have so much fun without having a lot, you know? Yeah. So I think back to the simplifying situation, but also when I think of like play, they can have so much fun with their imagination or utilizing nature, you know? Like your girl's just, fantasy forest. Yeah, like the fantasy right. forest or just getting outside right. and again, making potions out of flowers or whatever you're going to do. Um, and even if you're older, you can just get out there and like help build trails or whatever you're going to do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, thank you yeah, so much, Amy. Thank you, Helen. This was fun. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. Good to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Small Talk Tahoe. We'd love to catch up with you online or in person at KidZone Museum. Join us for a discovery tour. Book your spot at kidszonemuseum.org slash tours. Hope to see you soon.